I can already see the comments now. Just wait for Tears of the Kingdom to release, then we can speculate on the next game. We barely even know everything for Tears of the Kingdom if the Zelda team is to be trusted. And to a degree, I can agree with this angle, but I simply can't stop thinking about it recently. It's something that I think keeps coming up in conversation after the name reveal of Tears of the Kingdom, and it's something that's definitely been on my mind. I want to let it be known that I'm extremely excited about the future of the series. This is just a concept that I think it's important to touch on. Are we all clear? Okay, cool. Hey you guys, as you've likely heard thousands of times by now, Breath of the Wild was possibly the single greatest evolution of the series ever, maybe only ever beat out by the 2-3D evolution of Ocarina of Time. The main draw being that you can explore whatever you want to in a game that, at least in my opinion, is much better than any other open world game in the market at the minute. A couple are close and do certain things better than Zelda, but purely gameplay wise I think Breath of the Wild furthered the idea of the open world within gaming substantially. A lot of people's worries with Tears of the Kingdom is that they aren't going to change things up much at all. Likely in that comment section there's at least one person who's complaining about how Tears of the Kingdom looks exactly like Breath of the Wild's world, but with the added inclusion of Skylands, and while I would argue that likely won't be the case hopefully, I don't have anything to base that off of, and by all accounts, that could just be it. Though, again, I do highly doubt it. But I think that's what's prompted me to talk about this topic today. Breath of the Wild was amazing. If they fixed some of the community's problems with the game, what's stopping Tears of the Kingdom from being the definitive Zelda experience? After setting the bar that high, how do they top it? Well, I have a few ways that they could top it. First of all, by the time Tears of the Kingdom comes out, we would have been through one or technically two kingdoms, I guess, if the Skylands are a different civilization's kingdom. Well, in its entirety on the floor, we've only ever been through Hyrule in this new format. I think now more than ever, it's pretty likely that we're going to start seeing some neighbouring kingdoms in future open titles, creating brand new locations rather than the same locations that we're all used to by now, maybe even using some new villains and giving us all new backstories. Even if the Zelda team wants us to feel nostalgic over the location we're exploring, there have still been potential kingdoms in the past that we could see realised in the new format. Maybe somehow, some way, a future Link is taken back to the land of Termina millennia after the events of Majora's Mask. Story-wise, it's unlikely that we'll see Termina again, but sometimes it definitely feels like concept before plausibility in the Zelda team's offices, and this seems just like the sort of idea that would run right by the Zelda team without a second thought. But even if we're not talking about Termina, we could be talking Holodrum, Labrina, or even Hytopia, as odd as it would feel to bring back that kingdom in particular. <laughs> There are so many differences in each kingdom that it would be a joy to go back and explore some of them countless years after their last appearances in the timeline. Plus, now that we've gone truly open world with the formula, why don't we have neighbouring kingdoms that are within walking distance from Hyrule? Clearly the Zelda team want to flesh out the world surrounding Hyrule as well as the actual land of Hyrule, and while I'm guessing adding two or more kingdoms together would be insanely hard on the Switch and its hardware, that sort of thing could definitely be the kind of idea that developers would be down to try in the future. I mean, we thought the Skylands would be very hard to have on the Switch without loading screens when jumping through the clouds. It seems like they've actually gone and done that though, so who knows what kind of magic they could pull out to do the same sort of thing on the successes of the Switch, or even the console after that, or after that, or you get the idea. While Kingdoms just outside of Hyrule is a neat idea, it's hardly adding anything new to the actual formula. So now it's time to talk about more stuff like new and returning realms. You could argue Termina could be more of a realm, but it's not the time to get into that sort of debate today. <laughs> so first let's talk about the Dark World or even a non-corrupted version of the Sacred Realm, the Twilight Realm, Low Rule and a ton more that I'm simply just not even thinking about. There is a very rich amount of characters that we could go into in these kingdoms. After the events of Twilight Princess, the Twilight Realm might have slowly been fixed by its inhabitants, creating a place that's much happier to live in. While it would still be known as the Shadow to the Light, 
Midna would change their realm for the better, and they would create a real land beyond just floating places. The Dark World or an uncorrupted sacred realm is a very interesting one that I see tossed around a lot. While I personally don't have that many theories when it comes to the sacred realm being playable in a future game, I think it'd be very cool to explore one of the most important areas in some of the games and really get an insight into all of the going-ons in that area. Low rule of the Dark World in general would just be a really cool idea if the Zelda team wanted to give us some really dark imagery in one of the future titles. Realms can offer some of these games identities like they have done in the past, and I think that's the best bit about them. They don't need to bring any of these realms back. In theory, there are about a billion different realms. There's no end to how far the Zelda multiverse can go. Hold on, let's not go the Marvel route. <laughs> Another thing is the big bad. I don't want Ganondorf to retire anytime soon, but seeing more brand new enemies would be cool. Straying away from the usual formula in some minor ways would do a lot to differentiate future titles to be honest. Seeing a 3D version of Varty is just a cool idea that everyone's had, so I'm not saying anything revelatory there, but it's true. A giant floating eye really would go hard in a future open world game, or any cool new designs for villains would also just be great. The fact that Majora is a really cool original villain that gave an entire game a crazy identity is still so amazing to me, and I want even more of that kind of originality. At some point, they're going to run out of ways to write Ganondorf's character, so spacing out the games he appears in would be greatly appreciated. At least in my opinion anyway, maybe I'm wrong. Now let's talk about something that's a little bit more worrying. Why would the bar be set too high for future titles? The older games delivered just fine, and they fit more or less the same formula with minor improvements. Or, not improvements. <laughs> While the problem with Breath of the Wild selling so many units is the fact that so many people that are fans of the series now will only ever want the series to be more full of the open world games, which is a fine take, completely fine in of itself. But personally, I'd much rather the Zelda team appeal to everyone if they can, having more linear titles for those who prefer those games. Even after making the jump to 3D, they still kept providing original 2D adventures. Well, at least they used to anyway. I'd like if we kept getting linear 3D games, but since the more widespread market would probably buy the open games for the rest of time, I just have some worries that the series will keep going down that path forever. It wouldn't be the end of the world in any regard, but I'd like to see if we could strike some sort of balance since so many people aren't happy with the new formula. Though I would suggest that they would be happy with that formula if they don't scrub the next game's dungeons and some other bits they complained about. It's hard to please everyone, but I don't think it'll be the hardest thing in the world to just please a lot of people with Tears of the Kingdom, though that just might be my optimism speaking. For some people, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are going to be very hard to top, but people also said that about Ocarina of Time, and some said it about Majora's Mask, or they said it for Wind Waker, even more for Twilight Princess, and some said it for Skyward Sword. The point is that no matter what, every single Zelda is different. Plus, Opinions. Opinions are a thing, and I have so much love for the Zelda team that I am optimistic on everything that they do in the future. They rarely hit a strike, in, in baseball, not in bowling, <laughs> with only a few exceptions if you're more critical of them. I know the Zelda series will always slam out banging games, and I have faith in that fact. Do I think the bar has been set too high? No. That bar will keep moving up. It may take some time, but I really do think it will. Here are some thoughts on whether the bar has been set too high for future games as given to me by my Twitter followers. Thanks for the thoughts guys and girls, some really great opinions came in as usual. If you want the chance to be featured here next week, please make sure to follow my Twitter, at Trends. Thank you so much for watching this video, if you enjoyed then please do support the channel by leaving a like rating and subscribing, you'll get news as quick as possible for Tears of the Kingdom, and you'll join the 25% of people who are subscribed. So thank you a ton if you do. The people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters, thank you all so much for the support guys. Some you and Jared Reading are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons, just look at the Triforce coloured names and that Triforce font. Thank you so much for the support guys, it means the world to me. 
If you'd like to join them, then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month. The links to my Patreon and other social platforms are in the description. Plus, I recently made a membership in which you can become heroes on the channel, just like those wonderful people on screen now. Just press that join button if you'd like to join. Thank you so much for watching this video, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you on Sunday, or maybe even before, for a stream. Please do stay safe.